find yourself bald in Bulgaria doing some pile of shit. That will get you up a little earlier in the morning and make you want to work a little harder. This week on the podcast, it's Hitman on It's So Bad. Welcome! On board. Hey Mike, how are you? Um, you know, um, keeping it real. Uh, Steve, hello. <laughs> hello, hello. Uh, Sam, hello. Hello. And Tim? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Welcome. We're doing Hitman this week. Subscribe to the podcast um, at It's So Bad Pod. It's on the Spotify, the, the Stitcher, the iTunes, wherever you get your podcast from. Um, write a review, as what I've been told helps the algorithm to find us. If you want to really? do that, but this week, this week we are adding a movie to the list of video game movies. It is our uh, let's see, seventeenth movie that we've watched over the past course of the past year and a half, um, or actually the yeah the eighteenth movie because we watched The Wizard, which doesn't have a number on our rankings. Mm. Um, but we are ranking this movie in the all-time uh, annals of the video game movies. Um, last week we added Sonic the Hedgehog, or last month we added Sonic the Hedgehog at number one. Um, our worst movie at number 16 is Blood Rain. There's a link in the podcast description with the complete rankings, but Hitman, we all wanted to watch this movie, but I don't understand why we all wanted to watch this movie. Timothy Oliphant. That's really the yeah. only draw for this movie. I, feel like I mean, I, I was my mind hoping for some like... good action, yeah. I thought, we we got some good action. We also might have seen some of the worst chemistry we've seen between two like leading characters in any movie we've watched so far. Oh, yeah, this yeah. just this this just stood out to me as one of those movies like from the mid aughts that like was the bad video game movie that was supposed to be really cool at the time. Yeah. And they've re- and they rebooted this movie too. So there's like I feel like that it makes it stick in my mind even more that they tried again. They're like, mm-hmm. the movie sucked. We'll try this, again. <laughs> this, so, so the way I, I was talking about this when we were watching the movie, but the way I think about these movies since we've been watching them, and I think just in general, I hadn't formulated the thought, but thought about it when these movies were coming out, is the 90s, they put a lot of money behind these big budget Hollywood blockbuster video game movies like Super Mario Brothers and Mortal Kombat and all these other ones that flopped, like just totally flopped. Wing Commander. Um, and then in, so in the aughts, they started to do something, two things they started to do studios stopped giving them money. So they became budget affairs. And two is they tried to make them not be something that only the hardcore video game nerds would know. So they tried to make it like round off the edges and make it like uh, more palatable for the general audience. And the combination of those two factors really made video game movies in the aughts specifically terrible. So we got Resident <laughs> Evil. All the second tier franchises, Resident Evil, Hitman, Tomb Raider, all got um got, got movies and then like the major franchises of the time never got movies because nobody wanted to they I don't think they could get the money for them and they didn't want to tarnish their franchise. Did yeah, you were... just call Resident Evil a tier 2 franchise? I picked up on that as well. <laughs> <laughs> ah! Fighting words. Uh, yeah, I guess it's not, but mm, it's kind of on that borderline between. It's not like a a um. Let's see, what are the big franchises? It's not a Call of Duty. It's not a um. Uh, I don't know. What are the big AAA franchises? It's not a Fallout. 
I don't know. I think Resident Evil Resident Evil is fairly famous. They've they've done quite well for themselves. I think they're um, more so now than they were when the movies were coming out, like starting yeah. to roll out. I mean, the movies well, I, mean, I feel like are a big part of it too. Yeah, definitely. When the movies came out like Resident Evil Two. We were we were still on Resident Evil Two, I think, when like the first movie started coming out. Or really? How many Resident Evils were there? No, no, we were on past, like past three. four. Yeah, four. And there was really? probably like code. There yeah. was probably like Code Veronica and Resident Evil Zero by that point Cause, too. Yeah, because Resident Evil, the first movie that we watched at number twelve, came out in two thousand two, and Resident Evil Four, I believe, came out in two thousand three or two thousand four. I think it was two thousand four or five. Resident oh, Evil Four. So then, by that point, we had Code Veronica. And a couple of, okay. Yeah. I think but there was at least, at least four of them out by that point. Fair enough. Hit, hit, 2005. Wow, I didn't realize it was that late. Hitman, um, it's it's a weird franchise even to pick at the time. And now even, it's like, this is definitely like a second tier franchise. Hitman. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah agreed. I agree with that. And even at the time, I didn't know anybody who played Hitman games in the PS2 or PS1 era. I know that it was po- fairly popular, but I don't think it was like super popular. I played them. I played a I bunch played, of them. I, I yeah. played the first one, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd played like three of them at this point. One on, I think I played Hitman 2 on PC, and then the others on like Xbox or something like that. Um, yeah. It, As, I feel like this game was pretty big in its time. Like, it wasn't, you know, it's not like one of the blockbuster franchises, but it did pretty well, well enough that, like, even if you hadn't played the game, Agent 47 was a very recognizable character. Just, yeah. like, the bald guy in yeah. the suit with the red for tie. Sure. Um, yeah, for sure. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, to your point earlier, like, these movies in the aughts, like, they were made for no one, basically. It was like, oh, we got to try to make the video game appeal to the mass audience and, and introduce them to the characters. And then they just, like, alienated the fan base. They alienated the new people. It wasn't a good movie. And then there's, there's no, <laughs> they alienated there's no the actors. Uh, yeah. I, <laughs> Timothy Oliphant just needed to, like, put in a swimming pool. So that's why yeah. he did it. <laughs> I, I just don't understand why they chose this IP to make a movie <laughs> instead of just making a generic, like, assassin movie yeah they definitely it felt like they were trying to start like another bond or like born series and just completely missed the mark and it yeah it just absolutely showed i don't know if we mentioned but this movie did come out in 2007 so um yeah i mean what are the other popular franchises that were in 2007 the fast and the furious franchises were they back yet i think i think so i I I mean i don't even was like 2005 2006 transformers probably around this time too yeah i think that's right it's like the transition from the um so in the 90s they had like the armageddon type action movie where they didn't have ip attached to it to now they needed the ip in order to keep those numbers up because those action movies were getting stale um but yeah yeah, because there are, are there are a lot of generic spy movies that they could have made, and they did make, and like they don't do very well either. Like I think yeah. you're right. Like people, they wanted that IP hook. It's like, oh, people know who Agent Forty Seven is, so we'll get them mm. to watch this. And it's like, it's like he's the anti Bond, basically. Yeah, but it was just like way more convoluted than any James Bond movie's ever been. When there was no, been pretty no point that anything happened where you gave a shit about the characters. Like they did nothing to make you want agent 47 to succeed and get away or for his love interest fucking uh what's her name i don't know um, nika baronina yeah that baronina? <laughs> like they're seen in the car that must have been the first time they were reading those lines together like the first oh time God. they ever met that was the that was worst interaction no i have read. ever seen no in nothing. my life yeah no table read they just met that day no like the worst chemistry i've ever seen that must have been the first shot of the film that they actually made 
I wonder how much terrible. of that was just like the the editing was just that bad because there were there were there was a pause in the conversation and then he just like blurts out his next line and I'm like why was there like I counted like you could count like three Mississippis in the gap <laughs> between when she said something and he said something and it's like what the fuck is happening right now I yeah okay so that good it's a good lead into the production history of this film so in researching this movie in in reading about what happened and behind the scenes. Um, I guess they were going to reshoot the movie and I, the studio must have taken a look at it and they been, they fired the director before this movie came out. Oh, yeah. wow. So wow. the director's name is Xavier Gens. He has, I have no idea what his other works are. I've never heard of them before. Um, but he was a production assistant on some um, Jean-Claude Van Damme movies in the 90s, Maximum Risk and Double Team. Double um, Team. But, Double Team is great with yeah. Dennis Rodman. Oh, yeah. But he has like no he beyond that he has no credits that are recognizable. Um, and his writer for this movie, who also would go on to write Hitman Agent Forty Seven, so they must have liked him. Um, wrote, <laughs> also wrote A Good Day to Die Hard, X Men Origins Wolverine, Swordfish. Swordfish. <laughs> uh, these are all terrible movies. Yeah. Terrible, terrible. Wow. <laughs> Seeing a pattern a, there. Okay. He's also in line to write the Kane and Lynch movie. So. The, Can't wait I, to see I that. Can't wait to see that, that piece of trash. <laughs> um, so yeah, so they had a director and a writer, a writer who was known for writing this type of schlock, and a director who had absolutely no idea what he was doing. So they they hired, they got on this guy named um, Nicholas Tatoth, and he has no directing credits to his name. He only has editing credits, and he was brought on to finish this movie. And that's why there was probably a lot of stuff in there that's kind of weird and wonky on the editing side. I should also say one of the things that they did edit in that train car scene where they drop their guns and bring out swords, <laughs> that was not originally in the movie. It was a one-on-one fight. And they, they were like, this isn't exciting enough. So they had him surrounded by hitmen and have the sword fight. Wow. That makes sense because it made no sense in the movie why <laughs> they were all fighting each other. And like they all had guns in like a Mexican standoff. And they're like, wait a minute, guys. Hold on. Let's pull out our hitman swords. And then let's, it'll be, you know, this will really amp it up a little bit. Like it was Which the weirdest. They don't- they don't talk. They don't like reference earlier. They don't like say anything about the swords. Just in the middle of the subway car, they're just gonna pull out swords. Right. From yeah. <laughs> I was trying to remember if, if like during that like the intro montage or whatever when they're showing like the the children becoming the assassins, like the child soldier oh. or whatever. Oh, wait, I was wait, wait, wondering wait. if they hold, had like a sword on. part to that, but I couldn't. I couldn't remember if they even showed. So it. the child part. Get this. Was Fox uh, used? Who is the studio behind this? They were like, we're sick of this movie, but we need to add some flavor and some origin because the edi- in the editing process, they used footage from Dark Angel. Yeah. To- <laughs> that was the training footage, which was another Fox property. Wow. Really? That's bananas. <laughs> that thinking is, back, that's absurd. Thinking back on this movie and realizing that like they brought in a guy to finish it who was the editor, basically, like there are so many shots in this movie. Like they're in Istanbul at one point. Like I was reading, we were rereading the plot line. Like the whole plot line with the girl seems very disconnected from the rest of the movie. Absolutely. There's the guy Desmond from Lost, who's like <laughs> the guy's brother, who's an arms dealer, and they have to go to him and kill him. Like it feels like they just had a bunch of random ideas, and they were like, "We're gonna shoot this, and we're gonna shoot this, and we're gonna shoot this." And, they, and the editor had to just like paste it all together into a semi-coherent plot line. Like, and they what? also didn't check to see if anyone could speak in a Russian accent because <laughs> everyone sounded like just 
dog shit. And even like the one guy, the Scottish guy, sounded Russian. Like it was, it was so everything was so confusing. The one yeah. alien-looking uh, Russian general at the end, who, like, basically <laughs> yeah. had like an American Southern accent. Like I don't understand what his accent was. I, I, I could have sworn something was dubbed over because there there was yeah. a point where I feel like the lips were not matching oh, like, the sound. One hundred percent of their mouth too. It was it was probably ADR um, afterwards because they probably because he was editing a shitload and they did reshoots, <laughs> so it was probably ADR. They were like, "This stuff. is really bad. Let's do this instead." Uh yeah, fuck it. We're not doing it again. Just go with the second one. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's what, what that the finished product. Oh my god. I will say, some of the action scenes, maybe not like the sword fights, uh, but like the running through the hotel and then the gunfight at the end. I, they were entertaining. It, there were entertaining bits of this movie for me. It, I also just, will none say, of it made like, sense together. Like Timothy Oliphant did a good job. He for yeah. what he was given. What? Like I, th- I, I thought, thought he yeah. did. Wow. Yeah. I don't know about that. Well. He I, like the character in the video game. I was phoning it in so hard. In this I whole couldn't movie. get over him being bald. <laughs> like, that's it. Like, I just couldn't get past that. He just looks like an adult baby. And he, he, he did not yeah. he did not uh, put in the effort like Michael Madsen in Blood Rain. He didn't twirl his sword nearly enough. Michael Madsen would have been twirling the sword. It would have been a spectacle. And, yeah. <laughs> Damn, Blood Rain. What a movie. What a shitty movie. <laughs> but I mean, um, aside from the scenes with him and and the the uh, old uh, Nika Nika, Nika, Nika Boronina, I thought he was decent. It was just like once yeah. he had to talk to her, it just he like did, that was the only time he like dream. that was the only time he really had any long lines though. That's true. Yeah, fair point. He did that great whole... at those like creepy one lines, one liners like from the shadows or whatever, and then at, like any meaningful dialogue just kind of fell apart. That um, whole, um, the whole relationship between Agent Forty Seven and Nika was very strange. He like he kidnaps her because he thinks that she's gonna kill him, and then uh, she's not gonna kill him or turn him in or something. And then they have sex, kind of maybe. And sure, boobs for like forty five seconds. Because what else? What else? <laughs> highlight of the movie. Yeah. Um, can she, we talk uh, about the actual plot too? Because I don't remember any of it. Uh, but I do want to say, before we get off of Timothy Oliphant, um, he, you may know him from Deadwood and also Justified, and also most recently, The Mandalorian and The Book of Boba Fett. Um, he had just been fired from Deadwood, or just, Deadwood was just canceled, um, and he had bought a house for his wife. So he's quoted on saying in this movie, what we have to thank for this is... F- this it oh wait what we have to thank for this is the villain in live free or die hard and a fucking bald head in bulgaria shooting hitman that's what the phone that phone call led me to how about the villain in die hard i said sure and they're like do you want to read the script i said i get it i'm in i just bought a house did you not hear they canceled my fucking show yes (laughs) i'll do it what about this video game adaptation yes to that too i'm in I've got to make up some TV money, <laughs> which, which goes into the quote at the top. Find yourself balls in Bulgaria doing some pile of shit that will get you up a little earlier in the morning and make you work a little harder. That's funny. <laughs> so funny. It's such a good quote. Yo, Deadwood yeah. was a great show, too. It's sad that it was canceled. It's yeah. funny for him to go from Deadwood, which was like some highbrow stuff. Like it's, you know, Old West show, but like that's some quality. TV. But it's HBO yeah. quality. Yeah, it's HBO like, quality. Yeah. And, he, and yeah. he was yeah. great in it. Yeah, he, he was, was absolutely he great in it. 
that that show is like the closest you get to watching a novel on tv Mm -hmm. basically like that was some that was some highbrow tv and then he's like agent 47 now like grunting to uh olga korolenko (laughs) and just like shaved his head well, I mean, they, do. they got a bunch of TV actors to, to be in this movie. They got yep. Desmond from Lost, yep. who was like, uh, the, everybody was, has the moment he... in Lost with not Penny's boat. And everybody loves Desmond because <laughs> he's like the underdog. Uh, and then he comes in this for like a hot five seconds. They show him on, he has the coolest on like scene. a vi- He has the coolest <laughs> scene of the movie. Well, they show him on the t on like a screen, and then they show him in the nightclub, and that's like it. And he's got like two lines in a very so loud nightclub, so he it, can't hear anyone's dialogue. It, an important detail about Desmond's character, though, is that he's the Russian president's brother. Uje, yeah, that's nuts. But he's also an arms dealer. <laughs> I mean, that, well, now I mean, we're getting now we're now we're sense. getting into the plot. Now we're getting into the plot, which is extremely convoluted and bizarre, and feels held together with duct tape. Who but... wants to go through the plot? <laughs> okay. Tim, Tim, you want to go through the plot? I do. Take I us through the plot. Does, Take us through the plot, Tim. No, I, I don't <laughs> know. No, I don't <laughs> know. Wants, Tim is gonna give us going to give us. Oh, I thought you were asking who who wants to hear it. <laughs> I would love to hear. God damn it! I don't know what it is. I asked five minutes ago. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So this is what happens in the beginning. So I didn't realize this, but the first scene when they're so okay, so Hitman or is it going to Hitman the Interpol agent at the beginning? Then he takes him on a story through his life for some reason. And it was that's only like the whole three, movie three months prior. Yeah, that's, that was a little yeah. scrawl. It's so, like a, how did I get here? Yeah, yeah it's, it's like an interview with the vampire basically it's like am i gonna kill you well first you're gonna have to understand what happened three months ago <laughs> so then we go to africa where agent 47 is performing a hit on a dictator and how he's doing it is he's feeding explosives to a uh, p- military person to go into where the dictator is and blow up that's right so, i thought my yeah, audio was like one of the dictators up. like trusted henchman or whatever mm-hmm. yeah. who, who like fucked up and was getting brought through brought in front of the dictator yeah so then he's he's hired to assassinate the russian president mikhail belikov um he's told to do it publicly um he does completes his mission but the organization which is the shady organization that runs his his group says that he was unsuccessful and he needs to kill them again or something like that um and the the let's see um but belikov do you, oh, do you want me to jump in here mike do you want me to jump oh, in here wait, 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 wait. <laughs> so or the organization um orders a hit on on hitman the hitman agent 47 um diana who's the person who co- phone calls him lets him know that he has a hit on his head um and this is a whole convoluted plot and we're already convoluted and i'm like what the fuck is happening diana so because he killed he because he killed not the russian president he killed his body double oh that's he is now ordered to kill the body double but he's got to get the body double out of hiding and so he kills the real president who i believe is dead at this point his brother who's desmond from the lost so he has to go on this side adventure to kill desmond little side quest and he does this whole shootout in the bank vault nightclub whatever situation that's going on there and then because he's dead the body double who is pretending to be the russian president now comes out of hiding and there's a whole swat team shootout to kill the president basically that's basically the plot well i'm glad i was as drunk as i was when i watched this movie neither (laughs) of you guys mentioned uh nika boronina in the plot 
Well, we talked about it earlier. <laughs> didn't really need yeah. to. <laughs> yeah, didn't, she is, we saw both is... her plots for a while in the movie, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Several times. I, all, plot po- all plot points were covered. So she, um, she was she was the person that was essentially purchased by the president to be. Uh, oh yeah, for three hundred American slave, dollars. For three hundred American dollars, yeah, so yeah. you you knew it was pricey, I guess, back in Soviet rubles. I don't know. Um, and so Russia she, she was supposed to give intel, <laughs> she was supposed to give intel to the hitman on this dude but really didn't do anything useful at all she was like oh he'll see you coming if you do it that way and I think that was the only meaningful thing she actually said to him that entire time was Otherwise, this the only thing she's ever acted me? in no so no, okay, no, so no. she course. During the course of this movie, I was like, she she must have been a model or something because she's got like the look of the aughts where they just hired models to be in some movies occasionally. You're hot. In the second role. Be this uh, damsel in distress. Go. Yeah. So she was also in a bunch of French stuff prior to this movie, but she was Taskmaster in the Black Widow movie, which I was like, what? Really? <laughs> uh, but that was one of the least, um, I would say, least. Uh, one of the worst Marvel villains. Let's just put it that way. So you're she saying was also, Hitman launched her acting career and she got well, into an MCU movie? Damn. Yeah. <laughs> she was also in Quantum of Solace. She was a Bond girl in that movie. Oh. Um, yeah. I feel like she's been in other stuff too. Not that so she's, she's just great, not that she's a great actress. But she's, yeah. she's, she's always been playing that that same role. Got <laughs> right. Yeah. Attractive woman in distress by secret agent. Um, yeah. In the Max Payne movie. She is. That's funny. Um, we also didn't mention that Robert Nepper is in this. Um, a gentleman who has been in is a character actor. He was the head of the FSB, the Russian security agency. He's oh, in a okay. shitload of shit. He has 150 credits to his name. He was the bad guy at the Hero Season 2. He was in The Transporter 3. All of these movies he was probably the bad guy in. Uh, Hunger, Hunger Games, Mockingjay, The Day the Earth Stood Still. He was like an army person. I just watched that movie for some reason. Uh, Stargate Universe he was in. He was a bad guy. Prison Break, Twin Peaks The Return. He was a bad guy. Um, but yeah, Robert Nepper, Nepper is in this. And he's kind of the bad guy. The head of kind the FSB. Of, he's like the sub-bad guy, I feel like. Yeah. yeah. It's the mini boss on the way to the main boss. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. So he, He's like the second to last mission in the game. I just right. want to point out that, first off, before I forget, Stargate Universe is OP, and you all should go back and watch that show. <laughs> it was like two seasons long, and it was like the best Stargate. They tried to do like prestige Stargate, and then... <laughs> I haven't it seen didn't, any didn't work. This has turned into a Stargate pod. I wasn't expecting Yeah, it. I don't know how to respond to that. <laughs> Fucking love Stargate, man. At one point. I'll say the one thing I was disappointed that we didn't actually see was him, like, knocking out an innocent person and just taking their clothes. He did change uh, costumes, he... like, two or three times, but I wanted to see, like, needlessly knocking someone out just to, like, <laughs> take their, like, their fucking bellhop coat you know oh yeah you know what you, At most, you, know what you, you saw did an implication put he someone in like a box around you know the corner. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know what you did see though the hitman logo every fucking his own computer did he ever it's have like, the dual the dual hardballers like the tool the two yeah. handguns that he had I yeah he, I didn't he like see crossed that. he crossed his chest at one point and it was okay. like yes yeah and he did uh he did that did only have window once though when the two kids were playing hitman yeah. Oh, that was funny. Yeah. 
<laughs> that was really bad. Yeah. That reminded me of the Halo show that just came out on Paramount Plus. The first episode, they have like them running, and you see in his HUD like you're in a video game with like life and ammo in the corner. Oh, that's funny. And that scene, that, that scene's real really funny bad. too because like there was a massive explosion like two floors up, and like th- that that doesn't even like register to them. <laughs> they're still just playing their video games. And then he bursts through the window, lands, and then they're like. What was that? He he looked at the screen too knowingly. I don't know if you saw that. <laughs> I didn't notice that. No. Um, yeah. So this is a movie. What else can we say about this movie? Uh, well, I was just thinking if I were to be director of this movie, what I would do, and uh, <laughs> I would make it like really slow and make it like a character study because like the missions and the games are kind of slow, and I'd make it like drive, and I'd have it set in Miami. I would do Miami if would I was. Fun. If I was making this movie, I'd set it in one house, one building, and I'd have a target, and his whole thing in two hours is to kill the target, and we see how he gets there. And just needlessly killing other people and taking their clothes. No, just getting into all kinds of like absurd situations where he has to throw a can or like, like home alone? Curve, curve a suitcase around a corner. Like, he does uh, kind of home alone it in a, a little bit in the hotel. When he like leaves like his trap to alert him that they're coming, he throws his like marbles on the he does. floor. <laughs> he does. It was useful. It, I mean, yeah, it alerted that's, him. That was what the explosion was when he went through the right. The, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um. This is the movie. Um. What else? What also, else the do we best best part for me was definitely the shootout in the club and Desmond just has two like heavy machine guns and he's just shooting like all loose and wild and like just bloods everywhere and he somehow can't fucking hit uh, the wall. That was so comical. That was like straight out of Hot Shots part two. That was was the most video game part of the whole movie. Like you think you just like start throwing bullets? (laughs) Yeah. It was like the Matrix uh, like lobby scene basically but just like he was sitting down to start. (laughs) They like yeah because they were using the pillars like that. I noticed Mm -hmm. that too. It was that was funny. Um, but it was terrible. But I fucking love that scene. I, I thought it was great, and it was so silly when they walked into that place because they had the music so loud you could like barely register what they were saying. Like it's like it was just stupid to me. Very stupid. Yeah, and, and but then like it, the, the way it was shot was real weird because it didn't feel like the room was actually loud. It was like they were piping the music. Um, oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was weird. It was very strange. Like they wanted to like muffle strange. out the dialogue because it was all shit. Yeah. 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 By the time you got to the end of this movie, it was clearly off the rails. I feel like there were a couple of scenes early <laughs> By the time on we got to like the or... middle of the movie. Like... Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the there were a couple act. of scenes there were a couple of scenes early in the movie where I was like, Maybe they'll pull this together. Like I know it's not gonna be that good, but like, alright, they're trying to do some like James Bond stuff. Maybe th- that was a kinda cool scene. Alright, alright. And it was like so fleeting by like yeah, you're right, Tim. By the middle of this movie, it was just like, This makes no sense. I know I have no idea what the motivations are. Right. Why is this woman in the trunk of his car? Who are these people? <laughs> but I was still entertained, I'm not gonna lie. I was still Yeah. It still kept me. Luckily, I mean <laughs> I was high and drunk, but you know, <laughs> yeah, that, that does a lot um, of work on movie like yeah. So, for this movie, 101 million worldwide box office, uh, 16% critic rating on Rotten Tomatoes, um, which makes it our, let's see, how many? Wait, what was the budget? Got... 100, you said 110? Uh, I didn't know what the budget was. I think that was let's the box see. office. Oh, that was 24, office. 24 million. 101 oh, million in the box office is pretty that's, right. that's a good return. Say. 
yeah. yeah. I wonder why they made a so, second one. I was just gonna say, no wonder they, like, oh, we got a franchise here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, the Rotten Tomato score puts it in line with Pokemon the first movie at sixteen percent. Well, I, I don't remember than... Pokemon being that low. Well, criminally <laughs> underrated. Hitman, but no Pokemon. <laughs> I have why? nowhere near the level of nostalgia for Hitman that I did for Pokemon. Um, yes, and what else do we have here? Uh, yeah, so where does this go in our rankings, which currently go from number one Sonic the Hedgehog to number sixteen Blood Rain? Why make a Hitman movie? The big thing about Hitman is getting outfits. And- oh. <laughs> I didn't realize I was writing my fucking notes in the middle of this spreadsheet. I thought I was in my own Google Doc. I just realized. I was that. wondering about that. <laughs> I was like, oh, I was like, oh they probably game. saw me writing this, and they were like, oh, Sam's gonna say this shit here. I thought I had some good ideas. You Fuck. did. I you thought did. you were just posting it. It was like I looked into it. the future with your drive and Miami take for the movie. I was like, I wonder if Sam's gonna say this. I thought that was a good take. I was excited to say that. We're I was curious here. who was. I was curious who was writing it at first. I was like, "Is this Mike? Is this Sam? Maybe Encore?" And then it revealed itself. Wow, you, you just knew it wasn't me, huh? Yeah, couldn't be Tim. Tim. So, yeah. As a baseline, um, I think Uncharted is a better movie than this. Yeah, I feel like it's but, it's kind of similar to Uncharted, except Uncharted had a but coherent production plot. value. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, they didn't do try to do too much with the plot. They no, I, I, even by saying that, like by it's, you said it's not as good as Uncharted, right? Or better? What do you no, say? I think I think it's worse than Uncharted. Yeah, than it goes right part. in that number ten spot because I can't have this above Doom. Or no, I can't have Doom above this. I don't think because I I don't think that I had an, a moment of that movie that I enjoyed. And this I, I thought like... was actually least entertaining in like the stupid action scenes, like him shooting in the hallway, like down all the like different concourses and. Just to shoot out there's again. A, there's a scene. There's a scene in Doom when basically like cardboard cutouts of all the characters <laughs> pop up and the camera shakes around a little bit yeah. and like gun gunshots happen yeah. and explosions happen. I mean, they, they this did movie the at P- least the did POV not do view. that. I mean, they Doom. they open this movie by tra- by planting a bomb in someone's throat. I mean, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would say yeah. Also, like Doom was made in 2005 and this movie was made in 2007 or eight. So it was Seven, like yeah. not two th- two years later, and the production values are like wildly better. In, and they only spent um, Hitman. They only spent twenty four million on this movie too, which is this looks pretty good. Is that they what that spent, was the number? Uh, right? They spent sixty five on Doom. Well, interesting. Right, it's a lot more. Yeah. Sixty five million on Doom. <laughs> a little yep. bit more bang for your buck there. <clears throat> I think My that, God. that ten spot anyway. is the uh, is the prime. I I'm Hitman. I spot. agree. I, I, I agree. I actually think this is worse than Resident Evil. Ooh, wow. that's a hot take right uh, there. I, Damn. I, I, I think that Resident Evil has like some more unique uh, ways of dismembering people, like all the lasers. But that was more only that one scene though. Evil. Like that was the that's only that, scene that they did that. There's one scene in Resident Evil. It's where they do the lasers, yeah. Yeah, and the rest cool. of the movie is boring as fuck. Yeah. Yeah, did you true. just did you watch Hitman? <laughs> <laughs> This yeah. was slightly I, less boring. <laughs> I would be willing to give the next few Resident Evils more, more yeah. of a or a higher ranking than than this. But the first one was just bad. Yeah, dude, I'm looking at this list, and you know we only have we're up to number seventeen. Only one, or actually we have two two Paul Anderson movies and two Uwe Boll movies. Feel like maybe we can go to Far Cry conquer soon. more territory there. 
Let's bottom. Let's bottom weight this list. Let's just put some stuff right at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really do wonder if anything's gonna be Blood Rain. I really because like that movie was so bad. No, there's a lot of shit. So there's a lot of shit that's come out still. Don't worry. Yeah, it's I know. Fair. I know. Yeah. There's also that, like Blood Rain two and Blood Rain three. Exactly. Right. So. <laughs> Once we start oh, okay. getting into like the like the extra movies in the franchise that never made it yeah. to theaters, that's gonna like be Agent Forty Seven. Like there, all of these have been in the theater, right? Wasn't there I, a, I, yeah. a sequel yeah. to Alone? in the dark or am i just making that up there might have been you're they may be correct there's also house of the dead which is like notoriously bad for a uv blow movie like everybody thinks that we haven't even watched alone in the dark or or street fighter the legend of chun li which is also notoriously known as one of the worst movies of all time yeah Yeah, i feel like just in general we've we've been kind of picking the good ones here all right so we're we're known movies picking the good ones i don't don't know i don't know picking the good ones (laughs) yeah i don't know i think we might have (laughs) (laughs) where are we gonna put this one though i still say 10 but it Uh, yeah i agree i agree with 10 i think that it's not as good as uncharted uncharted was like slightly more fun than this uh, yeah they, they i i feels dirty to say uncharted more than this yeah yeah they flew two pirate ships and they had a battle on two flying pirate ships yeah and tom holland up by and tom holland's like still charming and everything you know like <laughs> timothy oliphant i liked in this but like he was phoning it in he did not seem like he was having a good time because um, he was like i was on deadwood and now i'm here <laughs> uh, i have to pay for my house <laughs> Um, I, you know, I also would like it at 10, but if we want to put it at 11, I mean, it, it, it makes sense. I wouldn't be I opposed to that. I mean, since, uh, 11, but. the, yeah, I mean, Sam just brought it down. I, I just, middle. I just want to, br- I just want to bring it down one level. That's all that I want to do. All right. Oh, Werbo right. thinks Doom is better than Hitman. It's on yeah, record you're, now. You're saying Doom is better than I, well, well, all right. Here's the other thing. I didn't I didn't see a lot of these in the area that we're talking about. I saw Resident Evil and Angry Birds, and I think I still think Resident Evil is better than Hitman. So for that reason... I'm out. I, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I, I'd go 11. I think that's fair. I'm that's, just, it's, I'm it's not a number one to thirteen controversy. It's just one point. Yeah, yeah. Point I'm, down, I'm okay. You know? I don't need to split hairs here. Eleven, whatever. Fine. I, I am could, disappointed, but I, I am Doom... willing to accept these terms. Yeah, Sam loves I... Doom. He thinks it's underrated <laughs> and needs to go to the top of the list. <laughs> we all heard him. We yes. Heard wait him. till the re-rank. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the movie I, re-rank at some point. I'm actually actually thinking about it. I I might actually rather watch Doom again before I watch Hitman. Again, if if I had to wow. choose between the two, this one, yeah, it, I, you know, yeah. I I think I, I remember that. more about Doom than I do about Hitman, and I watched Hitman last night. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. So yeah, we ranked another movie at number uh, eleven. It is Hitman, the Timothy Oliphant vehicle brought to us in the year two thousand seven. And do you know what we're going to watch next month for a movie? Anyone? Uh, Final Fantasy in the Whispering Willows? The Whispering <laughs> Willows. What's they really? came up with it. It wasn't my idea. Final Fantasy, the spirits within. Ah, so close. Watch. <laughs> we have to do it. We've got to do it uh, eventually. Why not now? You know? Why not? It's, we Final are going Fantasy, for, we're going for the best, aren't we? We're yeah, Final Fantasy movies. is a tier one franchise. <laughs> it is. It is. It's true. 100%. It's true. This movie was also in theaters, too. You know, We're not breaking our streak here. This movie made it to movie theaters. 
But next week we are doing a video game. Next week we are going to do uh, Banjo Kazooie, a classic video game for the Nintendo 64. Uh, which I will be doing with uh, Tommy. So t- stay tuned for that. Um, but yes, hmm. thank you, Encore. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, Steve. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Sam. Thanks, guys. And Tim. You're welcome. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> we'll be back next week.